Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Shield Bash. I am your host and GM for today, Mark. And to my right is... Will, playing the bright-eyed Uko. Jason, playing uh, Bridger. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Curtis, playing Donk. And currently surrounded by rats. And Pete, playing Nat and Flea. Britt, playing Balmy Taker. The hell's going on, man? <laughs> so how you guys been doing? Fed now, so I'm happy. So what do you think of your first um, episode in, uh, at this table anyway, that I've ran, Pathfinder 2? It's a little different. I think I'm fucked up. <laughs> I don't think that's second edition specific, Kurt. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. No, it is, it is now, because now we can't, like, Duh. climb a tree and hide. <laughs> Oof. What's yeah, that sports this ball is, thing? This is the uh, uh, don't hate don't 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 blame the game. Something like that. Don't hate don't hate the 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 player hate the game. Right. <laughs> and, but it's reverse for Kurt. Right. Don't hate the game. Hate the player. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty impressed. Um, Kurt has not climbed on anything the whole entire time so far. We've been playing. And he's been up in the face of like time. the 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 enemies, <laughs> which I mean, you know, it's that's unusual for him. He's doing very good. Yeah, this character's a little different than the other one. That's right, and and who's killed who's killed rats so far? Yeah, this dude's a little green missile. That's the that's guy right. Him. Donk has <laughs> yeah, because the other guy was a little green who shot missiles. Wow, <laughs> completely <Major> different. different. <laughs> yeah, completely different. <laughs> he, he went from slinger to warhead. <laughs> <laughs> I think blender would probably be a better uh, association yeah, for this I, one. I, I like the walking goblin Cuisinart. <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, dip into uh, ninja. Yeah, it's one of those little ninja bullets. <laughs> Just let that hang there for a minute. If, <laughs> if we had like a like a, a really big frontliner, like an orc, he could literally throw the goblin, <laughs> and it would open like a like a broadhead. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. We probably let's we probably won't do that though. It's there, a donk missile. <laughs> there actually <laughs> there actually is a feat. I think it's barbarian where you can throw your buddies. Yes, up to correct. thirty feet. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and this th- this guy uh, particularly, he, he can climb, and he has a tail. Save that for later. He has a tail? You didn't tell us this. Well, I was going to say, he it's too late to save it for later. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a tail. Surprise! You opened the package. I got a, I got a tail. Raise your hand for tails. No, uh, two people does, raise their does, hands and put them right does back down. Bommy have a tail? tail? No, I just, no, oh, I just really like him. wanted to be included. <laughs> well, Bommy likes tail. <laughs> Most people do. <laughs> but your corgi has a tail. Nah. Uh, got a tail. Ish. Ish. You know what's really appropriate is you know what corgis were bred for, right? Uh, I'd assume like rabbit hunting or something. Rat hunting. Hmm. Yeah, perfect. Convenient. But, um, historically speaking, they are rumored to be mounts of fey, which I believe is why they're that way in second edition. Interesting. Yeah, that is that is the legend. I will, however, quibble over the historically speaking. Nope, that's historical. That the, the legends. <laughs> historical. The uh, true fact in history. Look it up. Mm-hmm. Well, in <laughs> mythical history, <laughs> perhaps we could uh, we could ask the people on that podcast you were talking about. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Herman Schmeiser and uh, Peter Swaith. Yeah, they reviewed textbooks for colleges. Calculus textbooks. <laughs> It's probably a real winner. If that makes you hard, we can give you a link. 
No, we can't. <laughs> All right, Will says no, we I've can't. I've lost it, and I don't know how to find it again, nor do I want to. <laughs> That's called blocking out trauma, Will. That's what that and I will say this, on the uh, probably very high chance that you are one of those two people, uh, we haven't actually listened to your podcast, but come on, you know why we're making fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> we're making a lot of assumptions that we're assuming are also true. Yeah, they could be really cool guys. No idea. I don't think it would matter. The subject matter is the problem, not the people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you would need, like, Jim Carrey and Robin Williams reviewing a textbook to make it even mildly entertaining to listen to. <laughs> While drunk. Yeah, I, I don't know either of them drunk. They could be, like, the really stupid drunks. That's yeah, true. <laughs> I don't really want to see those two stupid. <laughs> hmm. I miss Robin Williams. Yeah, we all do. Yep. He was the best. Well, that was a little melancholy, yeah. so on, a, on a, another note, <laughs> I believe we're about to feed a goblin to rats. Well, you might think that. Yes, you might. But I think that our friend, Bommy the Taker, may have something else to say about that. <laughs> As we last left our intrepid band of adventurers, they had all met through the serendipitous uh, destiny of the cosmos. They were brought to the Otari fishery in the city of Otari on the coast of the Isle of Cortos. They um, quickly learned that there was money to be made in the basement of the fishery and not how you dirty-minded people are thinking out there. No, there was beasties in the basement. And one Tamerly Tendervale hired them for 10 gold pieces apiece, not split amongst them. For a princely sum, they would go down and find out what was dwelling and making the noises in her basement. Our adventurers did go downstairs, and they discovered that not only were some of the barrels broken, but there was a big hole in the wall. And then, just as Donk and Nat were investigating said hole, big R-O-U-S's, rodents of unusual size, burst forth, and combat ensued. Donk is almost completely surrounded by three of the beasties, but Bommy may be coming to his aid. So, Bommy, what would you like to do? All right, so where we left off, um, I'm kind of away from everybody else in this particular room. There's a barricade of barrels and crates and whatnot kind of between us, or me and the everybody else, basically. And um, in my brain, Balmy is over here singing to himself, Fish heads, fish heads, roly-poly fish heads. And just looking around, seeing, making sure it's clear over here. Then he was going to turn around and go towards the uh, stairwell to the lower area where all these rats apparently have come from. So now that a ruckus has broke out, he'll say something like, What the hell's going on over there? And move his max speed. He hears a goblin cry out in pain. What's up, dog? Oh, that's a big old rat. Man, they ain't that big in the swamp, I can tell you that. And he'll take a swing. Him there's a big motherfucker. So Bommy's taking a swipe at who we like to affectionately call rat number five. Oh, that's five? Okay, good to know. Yep. That's the one that uh, I hit. Not quite flanking with the... Uh, no, not quite in donk, a flanking position. No, right. close, but not, not close enough. New system, new rules. I have, with the dueling sword, a total of 12. Oh, you... Yeah. I think you probably overestimated the height of the rat as it, it's able to kind of hunch down and your swipe goes right over its back. Right, because that's what us dwarfs do. We overestimate the heights of things, yeah. 
Just saying, you missed, partner. Gotcha. Uh, that'll be my... Oh, no, that was got another two. action. Oh, that's right. Like I say, yes. new system, new rules. Yes, in Pathfinder 2, we get three actions in the action economy, which is, is kind of nice. You can it's use a stride, a strike, or a plethora of other actions. Well, I'm going to swing again. Oop, missed again. All right, two good swings and two good misses by our friend Bommy, and we're back to the top of the order. Rat number five now has a choice to make. Does he attack the tasty goblin who his friends are sampling, or does he go after the new threat? And I'm going to say that he is uh, not liking that thing there. Is rat five the one with the concealed eyes? Yes. Okay. So he's going to take a bite at old Bommy. Oh, that is a horrible miss as uh, you're able to just lift your foot up as he he underestimated the height of your foot, apparently. <laughs> but he's going to try one more time because he's right there. Uh-huh. Oh, this might have hit you. How about a 18? Yeah. All right. Yeah, that'll get it. An 18. He's, oh, man, he gets a hold of that ankle that time, and he just begins to shake you like a terrier. Seven points of piercing damage as he latches on. What about his cataracts? Oh. Let me make oh, a. Thanks for remembering. Let me make man. a flat check. A flat check is a roll you make on a d20, and I have to use no modifiers, and roll a five or higher, or actually higher than a five to make it. So let's see if I missed. So while this is, I rolled a two. So instead of Bommy's ankle, he bit one of the stands that the barrel was on, and he thinks it's Bommy. He's like. <laughs> well, I'm sure that that ability is probably temporary. I just assume he now has permanent cataracts. I like it. Would they be rataracks instead of cataracts? Because cats and rats don't get along usually. Just saying. Or it could be more double deadly cataracts because they're cats. (laughs) What is the name of the spell? That is uh, Shroud of Night. Nice. Shroud of Night. Yes, and uh, I'll, I'll tell you right now, Mark. It's, you're going to see that one a lot. I, I would imagine so. Just make sure you <laughs> remind me so that I make my flat checks. So, well, before we go for his third and final attack, he's going to go ahead and make his flat check to see if he can discern the barrel stand leg from um, good old Bommy's leg. Oh, yeah, he, he knows where you're at now. He smells you. And he's going to try that last crit fishing hit. Ooh, I don't think so, but on the outside, does a 13 hit Negative. your armor class? And again, he, he's uh, confused. He has his cataracts that are attacking his eyes, and he misses. So, Nat, that will put you up. That's you, Pete. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it. I was giving him a couple more seconds, but my bad. All righty. I see this dwarf is taking care of the one that bit me. So I'm going to actually take my time. I'm going to study the rat that's on the other side of the room. All right. Rat number four. It's going to become my hunted prey. All right. As one action. And then I'm going to fire an arrow at it. Twang. All right. You'll get a negative one for cover because of the uh, the dwarf and the other rat in your way. So that's a total with all the penalties of 21 to hit. That is a hit, sir. Well struck. 12 damage. Oh, not only does Nat hit that rat, but as the rat opens its mouth to again try to bite at our poor donk, he puts that arrow right down its gullet and out its backside as it falls in a heap. Well done. Rat number four is no more. Well, man, lucky you missed the goblin and hit that rat. <laughs> yeah, um, I was... I was aiming for the rat, so I good. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> you, know, you know what? I'm gonna take care of that other one that bit me earlier. 
And I'm going to shoot at number five. Whoa, the goblin bit you? He'll also have cover, so he'll have a plus one to his armor class. And it's minus five, right? Correct. So uh, I might have hit the goblin. That's a that's a total of six. Six <laughs> is a miss. And because they're so close, you actually put the arrow directly between the goblin and um, rat number five, and it goes off into the darkness through the hole. Did I get it? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> the dwarf's in the way. The dwarf <laughs> is in the way. And that is my three actions. And that is your three actions. Excellent. All right, so that brings us to Donk. Um, you lost one of your combatants, so now you just have two. Um, you also have a friend that came up to help you, a new friend that you haven't really got to know yet. Uh, for right now, we're going to take care of the business at hand, and we are going to attack the rat in front of me. That is a 12. Yeah, it's pretty agile. It, it jumped out of the way, and you just missed it. All right. Well, we'll swing again. That is a 14. Ooh, this was much closer. In fact, you think you might have cut off a couple of its whiskers. It pulled its head back just in time. Okay. Could always step to the side and set up a flank for your new friend, Balmy. Ah, flanking is a thing. Yes, flanking is a thing. Should have probably did that to begin with. Yes, but I didn't want to play your character for you, but I did want to give you some help. Hey, new addition, new rules. Some of them carried over. Instead of giving you a bonus to hit, it just makes them flat-footed for you. Correct. That would have been fucking fantastic. Still would have had a hit, though. Prone also applies the flat-footed bo- uh, penalty now, too, so... Ooh. Just let you let you rogues know. Which, to be fair... I feel like it probably should have before, too, but... We're all learning together. Semantics. So, with Donk out of the way, Bridger, that brings you uh, up to the plate, so to speak. So, before I start my turn, have you guys ever heard... uh, I think there's a technical term for it, but the the concept of um, phrases that, if you're not familiar with the connotation behind them, you'd think they'd mean the same thing, like butt dial and booty call. (laughs) You know, they're both like... If you didn't know what those things were, you'd think that maybe they were similar. Okay. okay. English yeah. is a second language problem. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> business at hand, hand job. <laughs> totally different. Oh, what's, but you, what's a handy? <laughs> back to a handy. A little throwback over there. I thought that was in the previous adventure. Well, it, it came up because, you know, when I was designing my character on Hero Forge 2, like I'm looking at the decals, and one of the decals they have was a user-created one that's Handy McHanderson. <laughs> I'm like, right. okay, yeah, it's just a little little hand with a face on it and a little <laughs> fluffy Like a hat. sock puppet without yeah. the sock. <laughs> Ronan would be there shaking his head. I, I, I don't know why humans like this. <laughs> That's also not just an American thing either. I was speaking with a guy who's natively from German, uh, Germany, and he, I was asking him some questions about speaking German, and he says, yeah, so like what you just said is close, but not the same. <laughs> what you just said is that you're going to go to the bathroom and take a poop as in do your business but what you meant was like business as in a company oh, oh. yeah that's oops <laughs> yeah you know I, I gotta go down to Amtrak and check out their shit <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's better than they're going to take a poop on their company though right that's right. even worse <laughs> alright so uh, this turn is going to look remarkably the same um Bridger's going to kind of slowly put a, a small fist out over to the left side as he, you know, hopes for a fist bump from uh, the, the little dude. 
And regardless, he is then going to wipe his hand across the eyes of the other rat, whose number I don't know. That would be number one. Uh, rat number one. See if you can take he a number makes, two on your he save. Makes a oh, you mean save. The, the blue guy wasn't number one. All right. Well, he got a sixteen. Oh, that still fails. Oh, he also has to make a flat check now. Uh, the other dude attack. is no longer catar. Um, yeah, it lasts for one round, and they're immune for a minute. So, Yay. so the other guy is no longer cataracted. Um, now he can see. Uh, but the other guy now is, and then uh, and he cannot. I will then summon up my big old beautiful butterfly shield and uh, continue holding for a fist bump. Are you leaving him hanging there, uh, Nat? Um, so as the fist bump comes at uh, Nat, she kind of ducks away, like <laughs> trying to avoid getting hit, and stares at it for a minute, and then tentatively pokes the fist with her finger. <laughs> awesome. All right! <laughs> <laughs> U- Uko, uh, since this happened behind your back, you're not privy to the fist bump and poke, but uh, you are privy to seeing two more rats still in the basement attacking your friends, or newfound friends. Uko, realizing that he asked the... Uh, Pixie, right? Sprite. 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 <laughs> eh, close enough, right? Not to be confused with There's the a difference between a sprite job and a pixie job, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Mostly the dust. But a bunch. So, it's a pixie he, stick. He has asked the sprite, but kind of ignored the goblin that was like bleeding out in front of him. He turns around and goes, oh! And uh, he will create a small moat of light in front of him and one uh, next to the goblin and grab the moat of light in front of him to heal the uh, goblin from afar. Ooh, nice. Much resembling the uh, iconography on the back of his cape. Now let's find out uh, how much this actually heals because it's been a while. Uh, Should be 1d8 plus uh, 8 for the range, the two action. I like my answer better. I'd have to look. <laughs> I'd have to look it up. It's it is one d eight. That's what I thought. It scales up though every level because you touch. It's one d eight or it's two d eight, right? No, no. Touch is one d eight. Range is one d eight plus eight, plus and, eight. Then and then the three burst is is one d eight, but it heals and everybody. Harms. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, that is going to be thirteen points of health back to you. Ooh, I feel better. Divine light shines in the dark basement. And Donk feels better. And with my one extra action, I will uh, cast Guidance on um, the... Wait, I don't think Guidance is helpful here. Hold on. Yeah, it probably would be yeah, if, attack you, roll. if okay. you put it on um, yeah. Uh, Balmy. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is, uh, then he reaches out of his hand and uh, touches Balmy's shoulder and says, You're going to need to aim lower. Thanks, man. Aim low, <laughs> sweet <laughs> balmy tanger. <laughs> All right. Well, Uko, that was a great turn. And um, my rat, affectionately known as number one, is now going to try to bite. Oh, he's got to be able uh, to see right me. He's right before okay. Balmy. Balmy's last. He's got to be able to see me. And he fails. So his first attack is no good. So he'll, he's going to sniff around. <laughs> And he's going to try to find you. Oh, that's a 19 on the die. He definitely found you. Let's see if he can hit you with those nasty teeth. Nasty. Does a 14 hit you? Negative. Oh, he just a bit outside. Uh, got a mouthful of dirt. And he's going to try that flat check one more time. 
and he fails. If that's all three of his actions. He can't. He just can't find you with his scent good enough to get a bite on you. Bommy, you're up. You have guidance from your new compatriot, Uko. What will you do? Now, is the uh, guidance a plus one on attack rolls? Yes. yes. Like in previous edition? Of yes, it is. Yeah. It, yeah. it also gives a couple of other options for using that plus one, but attack roll is the intended effect. You're also now immune to guidance for Ooh. one hour. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it's right. They attack roll, that. perception, or saving throw. Uh, or skill check. All right. Good to know the options. I think I'll go ahead and use it for the attack roll. It's a good choice. Thanks. Get her done. That's him in the deck. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what. I got this sword because I just like the way it looked. I don't know if I know how to use it just yet, but I'm going to figure it out. 13 altogether? Actually, because it's flanked, that is enough. Ooh. And because I'm flanked, he's flat-footed, which means... Sneak you attack. get sneak attack damage. Okay, so regular damage and sneak attack? Yes. Okay. And uh, regular damage is a D8 on this critter. And the sneak attack is a D6? It should be. I think it's a D4, but I'll double check. So just for clarification... Um, yes? Sneak attack damage is not deadly. So sneak attack is something completely separate. Correct. Deadly only comes to effect if the weapon has a deadly die and you make a critical strike with it. It is 1d6 for a rogue. It's the uh, archetype feats that make it 1d4 for anybody else. So there we go. 1d6 for your sneak attack damage. All right. So we put all that together. Well, thank God I had sneak attack damage because that was one. Um, but the eight kind of compensates, so it's a total of nine, sir. Hey, hey, hey. What? What you else? You have a positive strength modifier, right? <gasps> You're right. I forgot about that. That's a plus four. So, all together, what are we looking at? Thirteen? Bommy has just made a rat shish kebab out of poor, poor rat number five. Yeah, we all feel bad for it, Mark. Yep, that's what's happening. <laughs> As you should killers. Uh, don't forget Brit, since that's only one action, you can now walk and attack again. Yes, you, you have three oh, shit, actions yeah. total. You have two actions left. You can stride that's and strike some, the last one. Take some getting used to there. Alright. Don't worry, by the time you get used to it, we'll go back to first edition. First edition, fuck me all up again. Yeah. And okay. then everybody will be going, damn, if I just have one more action, I can do that. Alright, well here's a question. How about uh, the diagonal moving? It's It's the same. Same as first edition. Same as first edition. Five for the first one, ten for the second one, third is five. Okay. Is there such a thing as just a five foot in this edition? It's called a step, which is a a whole action, yes. Okay. But remember, most things do not have attacks of opportunity anymore. Ooh, so that's interesting. All right. So who does have attack of opportunity? Well, usually fighters, if they're actual fighters, that is a class uh, skill of theirs. And then pretty much anybody that wants to take a feat or monster that is written that way will have attack of opportunity. There are a lot of other reactions you can get that would take that place instead. This is true. All right. So there's some options. Um, I have taken my second action to move behind. I believe it's rat number one. Yes, the the, the lone ratter. All right. And now I'm going to try and swing at it. You have a negative five on this attack. It's your second attack. Okay. That bonus was just the one time, right? Just one time. Okay. So that's a 13 altogether. This one, unfortunately, is not flanked, so he's not flat-footed. And you missed. Right. Gotcha. And that is the end of Bommy's turn. But Nat, 
you're up, and you have a clean shot, it looks like, at this rat. So Nat is going to take a moment to study this little bastard and make it, it her hunted prey, and then she will fire an arrow. Twang! Let fly. 17? Yes, you hit. 14 damage. Holy Damn. shit! <laughs> wow. You went from 2 to 14! Wow. <laughs> so well, round hey, tell us how that happened, Pete, because this so will be interesting to our listeners. My longbow is a D8. There's no added bonus to it. It's just a D8 flat out um, at this level. And then because I took pre- uh, precision as my focus for the ranger, I add a D8 to the damage on my first attack each round on my hunted prey. So you get a big alpha strike on the first attack of the round. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And that was enough to more than kill poor, poor rat number one. It seems like all your foes have been felled, and now you're left with several rat bodies, some fish on the floor, a couple of busted barrels, and uh, some fish guts and rat guts, and a hole in the wall. What would you like to do? Bridger goes, So Nat will take a few seconds to switch between green and red coloration, like a strobe, and then stop at green. Yay, we did it! Now we can go up and tell her that her basement's fine. Uh, we should probably put something in that hole, though. Hey, wait a minute. There's more basement down here. Yeah. Something ate its way in. Just put some barrels in front of it. Bommy, are, are you looking down there, Bommy? Yeah. And do you have dark vision? Yeah. Well, Bommy, you can tell that it looks like there's a set of not carved, but maybe natural um, limestone stairs that lead down to what looks like maybe a, a deeper step or maybe even a crevice. You can't really tell from the top of the stairs. But with your dark vision, you can see far enough down there and you see lots and lots of tracks coming up and down to that area. Huh. wonder what kind of tracks easy is. Um, uh, you want me to take a look? rat tracks. That tracks, man. Is that like a survival check like it was in the previous edition. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, you can do a survival check. You could follow the tracks um, farther down into the uh, into the uh, cavern there. But I, I believe that uh, that Nat wanted to go up and tell Tamerly that the problem was solved. You're thinking, no, there's more basement past this hole. We don't right. we haven't gotten to the bottom of this problem yet. Swear to God. What about the other uh, three of you? What what do you think? What do you want to do, Bridger and and Uko and Do and uh, Donk? I uh, I did make a commitment to remove feet from the rat to put in my pickle jar. How many feet do I think I could fit in my jar? <laughs> well, I, I don't know how many, how many pickles and chicken feet do you already have in your jar. This would be helpful with that podcast with the calculus. We could figure out the right. actual volume of the pickle jar minus the contents. I mean, I've, I've got I got a couple of chicken feet left, but I'm getting I'm getting low. For that. <laughs> no, but you would also, if you didn't have the calculus, you would also need the hydrodynamics because it does have the brine in there that would need to be displaced and all Ooh, of that stuff. So, yes, displacement. Um, problems. I would go with option two of no. Well, I'm going <laughs> I'm going to say since you already um, ate a pickle, you tried to feed a chicken foot to the corgi, which did eat it. Successfully fed, yeah. Um, Two pickles, sorry. So we're minus two pickles and a chicken foot. I'm going to say you're going to be able to to put five new rat feet into your pickle jar. Okay, let's let's do that while these guys are looking at the... So so Donk is is getting snacks for everybody for later. Hope you like pickled rat feet. Um, Uko, what would you and Bridger like to do? You two are the only ones that haven't spoken up yet. Hey, man, you should throw some tail in there, too. 
my mama used to pickle the any kind of tail she could get her whole hands on and then you know the ham like a ham hawk he he immediately stops cutting the feet off the rat he looks back at the tail <laughs> he goes back he kind of measures up the tail length of the jar and he starts cutting off pieces of rat tail and putting that in the jar <laughs> hors d'oeuvres awesome i like it Bridger, did you see that i told you it was rats <laughs> i believed you bro <laughs> Like nobody, nobody said you were wrong. Maybe this divine guidance thing is, maybe it is real. <laughs> no duh. How do you think I was waiting for you when you got here, bro? So what's what am I looking at down here, down the stairs here? Well, like I said, the uh, the stairway goes down. It appears to be about twenty to thirty feet, okay. and then it ends at a deeper chasm. And without getting to the edge of it, you can't see how deep that actually goes. Now, are you guys wanting to go ahead and continue on down into the cavern or go back up and tell Tamerly what you accomplished already? I, I will say down? Bridger will be, like, blocking the stairs if Nat tries to go up. He's going to be, like, kind of bumblingly, you know, blocking the, the path. Be like, oh, whoa, sorry, bro. And, like, let me get out of your way. And then, like, not actually getting out of the way. I'm going to try and confirm my suspicions. I figure the tracks are probably just from the rats, so going to roll a check on that. Yeah, give me a survival check there. Yeah. Uh, it's a bomby. nice roll. Um, 23. Well, as expected, you do find dozens of rat tracks. Uh-huh. Uh, appears to be going up and down the stairs, but you also find some other tracks which have claws but are much bigger than the rat tracks. However... Because the rats have been back and forth so many times, they've kind of disturbed those underneath tracks. Mm -hmm. But you can tell there's some kind of creature that's much bigger than the rats, but have claws also, but not as many. Maybe hey. like three-toed. All right. Hey, so you're not really sure what made those tracks. I'm not sure what it is, but I don't think uh, we're alone down here just yet. I don't think our work's done. I oh, know. There's five of us, bro. Six. See? Seven. Seven of us, bro. Well, I think there's still some danger. Something's still amiss down here. <laughs> so I guess you guys are going to journey further into the cavern. Yeah, um, Nat was counting on his little appendages, trying to get the total that Bridger came up with, and he <laughs> finds that one is missing. No. No, there's seven of us down here. In spirit. Nope. Nope. Oh. Phys physical bodies. Oh. Um, there's a corpse. The uh, human... Uh, Bridger has a uh, familiar, too. Yep. Oh, yeah. Dave. <laughs> Dave. Da I didn't think Dave was here, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. He didn't introduce himself, but, you know, he doesn't He doesn't speak common. So. Oh, all right. Well, that's... <laughs> yeah, all right. So, if you guys want, you can squeeze through the hole, and you will find yourself into a larger cavern that seems to stretch endlessly out beneath the very streets of Atari. Now, who knows what menace may lurk down here, up ahead... The passage and stairs lead at the edge of a cliff, which plunges sharply off into the darkness. Wow. If Mark wasn't such a great GM, I would have swore that was box text. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> um, so, are, I guess we're going further down? Yeah, bro. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, and Bridget's going to pull out a book and be like, hey, if you come with, uh, I'll teach you how to read this. And he opens it up, and it's just page after page of star charts after you <laughs> all right no uh, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he still very much stays behind balmy taker like 10 feet 
All right, so Bommy, go ahead and move your. Uh, yeah. Well, you can move everybody down to the edge of the cliff there if you would like to. You you hear um, the soft dropping of water, um, and but pretty much everything else is quiet. Hey, um, a little echoey as you as you tramp down the stairs. Just for the record, I'm going to do this stealthily. All right. Okay. What is your stealth uh, modifier? I'll roll a secret check to oh, see okay. how well you do. I got this many. Okay, he's showing me four fingers, so that's going to mean he's got four. So we'll roll a secret check. Hey, Mark. <laughs> well, I'm going to sneak two. This is mine. Oh, hey. Uh, Jason's just giving me one finger, but it's his middle one. So I don't know if to count that as two as a second finger or just as one. So I'm probably going to ignore Jason because he doesn't have a stealth score, really. So. No, I have a plus one to it. Oh, well, I have good. a 12 right. dex. Well, then I guess we'll do a plus one for Jason. <laughs> so, um, But, but Britt, you, uh, you think that you're going down there uh, pretty unnoticed. All right. Um, Nat, for what it's worth, uh, will set some ambient lighting of a nice light blue as she detects magic as they go. <laughs> Uko's just like, blue light in the dark. So you guys coming back down with them? I'm going to follow them down to the cliff face? I'm going to sneak along with the dwarf. All right. What is your modifier? Don't give me the I'm finger. trying to look it up. Hold on a second. Hey, William. Stealth is a seven. All right. You should go ahead and sneak, too. <laughs> when there's a beacon of light, yeah. and the rest of you are quietly moving along. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, Donk, you believe that you're even quieter than the dwarf. To you know, a little pride thing with the goblin. Uko will also sneak. Oh, Uko, what is your what is your stealth score? <laughs> oh, that's actually pretty good. Actually, yeah, yeah. Um, you you uh, you think that you you. You're you're unnoticed also, even with the light from the from the glowy bug. Wonderful. All right, so you guys get down to the edge of the cliff, and you see that it drops down, um, not into darkness, but probably ten or twelve feet. But it's it's almost too wide, and the other edge looks like it might be crumbly. You you could take a chance in jumping across, or you could climb down and then climb back up the other side. So at this point, we'll need to do some skill checks. Um, or you guys can tell me some way of getting across the uh, the chasm there that I haven't thought of yet. What would you like to do? You said it was about 10, 12 feet across? Um, it's it's about um, 5 to 8 feet across, but it's 10 feet to the bottom of Oh, it. 10 feet deep. Okay. Yeah. And then up the other side. Hell, I'll try to jump it. Bridger will just be like, huh, watch this, guys. <laughs> All right. So Bridger is going to try to make a running jump, I'm thinking. Yep. And you're going to use athletics for that. So give me a roll. Ten. Ten. A ten, you say. That does not beat the DC. So you you miss, but you do make it towards the other side. So I'll give you a reaction to grab an edge. You can use acrobatics to grab an edge to not fall into the pit. Oh, hey, that was a good roll. 23. Hey, you see Bridger take a running jump. He's like... Cowabunga! And he just barely misses the other side, starts to slide down, and you see a big paw come up, and whack, and he grabs that edge, and he's like, oh, I saved it, dudes. This is not gnarly, dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I could, like, use some assistance, bro. All right. So, yeah, so, so Bommy, um, I was going to go with you two guys first since you were first ones down, but, hey, you know, you gotta you gotta go where the cosmic caravan leads you. So, right. so you just see uh you see our friend Bridger just come flying down the stairs and jump across, and then he's uh, he's hanging by his fingertips on the other side. So, Bommy, what would you like to do? Yeah, I'm thinking. Well, if he can do it, I can do it. 
<laughs> well, if he can fail, I can fail. Exactly. <laughs> and just to be clear, too, like he doesn't have his fingertips in there. He's got like big old claws that are. Yeah, yeah. Because he's in a ruck seat. Yeah. Is that uh, acrobatics? That, that would be an that would be an athletics check. Athletics. Yes. Oh shit. The twelve altogether. Okay, well, you um, you did exactly what you saw Butcher do. You, you, you made a run, you leapt off, and you thought you were going to make it, and you also found out that you were just a little bit short, which is not unusual for you. Your right. life has been like that. So you may make a reaction to try to catch an edge, and this will be acrobatics. Acrobatics. So you need an acrobatics roll. Uh-oh. I like the athletics better, but you know, luck of the die. <gasps> Shit, that's a 10 altogether. All right, well, unfortunately, that is a failure, but it's not a critical failure. So you're going to fall to the bottom of the chasm. Now, the cliff's only 10 feet tall. Right. Um, so your falling damage will only be half of the fall, which would be five. Five points? Five damage. points. And gotcha. you are at the bottom of the chasm, looking up at Bridger's dangling tail and feet. So, ugh. Bridger does not wear underwear. And other dangly things. Ew. The dangly bits. These two go and yeet off the side of the cliff. <laughs> Nat kind of reaches back to her backpack and opens it up and pulls out a strange looking arrow and pulls out some rope and feeds it through the arrow and starts tying it onto her grappling arrow. Six hours later. <laughs> so, guys, there's another option. And can, is there, uh, can I shoot into the wall or something on the other side? Uh, no, it's stone. I don't think it's going to work, but you could set a rope on this side, climb down, and throw a grappling hook up to the other side and make climb checks. I would most assuredly not like to do that. Can I shoot it into the back of the Erixie? <laughs> 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 yes, that would probably stick better than the stone, but I don't know if it's advisable at this point in your relationship. I'm fine because I'm playing an Erixie. So. Oh, okay. I'm just going to go off that technicality to save my life. Yeah, the 10 points of damage from before. 14, was Bridger, it? Bridger, would you go ahead and climb up there? I'll, I'll shoot this towards you. You can hold it while I climb across. Uh, sure, bro. I just got the feeling that I like need to wait my turn. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, Bridger, Bridger's <laughs> trying to catch his breath. So what I'm hearing from you is you're going to delay until Bridger gets up on the side. Until somebody gets up until on the side. Until somebody gets up. Okay. So a delay in this edition takes you two round or two two actions to ready for another action on the next turn. So with that, Nat will delay. And uh, I believe it's Donk. You're up, buddy. You saw two of your friends just kind of you know, run and jump, and they failed horribly. One not as horrible as the other one, but uh, and you see the 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 dog riding bug is waiting patiently for somebody to get up on the other side. I'm going to call on the powers of my ancestors and utilize this marvelous tail that I have, and I will climb down and climb back up the other side. Excellent. Do you have a climb speed? Uh, I do not have a climb speed per se. Let me see. What does your tail do for your climbing? Tell us. It gives me an additional plus two when I climb. Excellent. So you will give me an athletics check to climb down. And depending on how good or how bad you do, that may be one action. It may be two actions. Maybe a free action to fall. Yes. That is a 17. 17. That is a success, not a critical success. But you make it five feet down the wall. Give me one more roll or just let go and you'll just drop to the bottom. 
That is a 23. That is a critical success. So not only do you make it down to the bottom, but you cross and start to climb up five feet on the other side using your uh, tail as a spring. So make me one more climb check, and you may make it to the top. Uh, That's a 22. That is also a critical success, and you are able to spring up the wall like a monkey. I would like to grab onto Donk right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was so fast, you weren't even expecting. He came came flying down, bounced across, hit the wall, and was up before you even really noticed that he was even there. But you did catch a few pebbles in the face as you was like, what was that? Let me take out something. So that's all three of Donk's turn, or... Uh, Donk's actions, and that is his turn. And what were you going to say? I was, I'm picturing him using the tail like Tigger, where he just kind of drops down and just springs back up the other side. <laughs> I'm bouncy, 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 fun, 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 fun. <laughs> that's what Tigger is doing. That's the second best thing that Tigger is doing. Uko will go ahead and just climb down uh, and try to climb up the other side as well. All right. Give me a. Uh, Can't climb be that check. hard, right? Whoa. Come back here. Uh, that's an 18 on the die. I feel like Disney's watching me. That is a success, and you're ma- able to make it five feet down the uh, the first side of the cliff. Climb is, acro- climb is acrobatics, right? Athletics. Athletics, okay, yeah. So it was an 18. Uh, second one is a 16. That is also a success. You are on the bottom of the um, chasm, and you see uh, Bommy there looking up, uh, brushing dust out of his eyes. Is I'll go ahead and, and pick Bommy up. Try to help him up. Thanks, Maya. So now, are you going to go ahead and try to climb up yourself? Or are you going to uh, call for uh, for a rope? Or what do you want to do now? You're on the bottom of the chasm looking up at the wall. It's about 10 feet high. Uh, Uka's going to stay down there and attempt to uh, help uh, Balmy get out of this pit. And then maybe get out himself. Would you like to do an aid action? Because that's something you can actually do to help Balmy on his turn. Yes. All right. Um, the aid action is you give me a... A, a, a DC roll, uh, it's a DC 20 check, and you get a plus one um, circumstance bonus. If you roll a crit success, he gets a plus two. Uh, no. All right, so you you fail to aid poor Bommy, but he did pick you up, so that, that gives you some, some brownie points with the, uh, with the dwarf, and you help dust him off. So um, top of the order, I would say that would be Cowabunga, dude, and uh, Bridger would be up. Cowabunga as if I was a turtle man. <laughs> uh, Bridger's just gonna try and scramble his way up. He's like, "Dave, man, give me a hand!" And like the little fairy, th- like the light, it doesn't have any like limbs, so it just kind of like starts tugging on the back of his his robe. Can't actually help, but it's funny. Uh, so athletics to try and climb up that last little bit. Well, actually, hold on, my mistake. He had a prepared action that went off when. Donk made it up and was standing up on the other side because that was his condition. So go ahead and uh, Nat, you are up before Bridger. All right. Uh, which point I would be shooting at the ledge in front of the goblin that's up there, and I would call out, "Grab this!" Twang. So you shoot a rope with the arrow attached to a rope mm-hmm. um, towards the goblin. Give me an attack roll. Sixteen. And. You're able to put it pretty much right at his feet. Uh, give me a quick athletics check, Donk, or acrobatics, whichever is better for you. 22. Awesome. You gra- have no problem grabbing the rope. Now there is a rope stretched across from you to Donk. Okay? That was your one prepared action, so that will come up next time. So, Bridger, you are up again. 
Well, uh, what do I roll to try and scramble up the rest of the way? Uh, athletics check for climbing. All right. You're probably going to need two successes unless you get a critical success. Uh, so, I, like, I'm not on the on the edge. Oh no, no, no! You don't have to do that. You can just do. You, uh, you don't have rapid mantle, do you? No, no, okay, no, not yet. So just make <laughs> just make an athletics check to pull yourself up onto okay. the ledge, so you can you can uh, get up there. Scramble check. Oh, 19 on the die again. And you're able yeah. to pull yourself up. You're now uh, kind of sit laying right. on your side on the thing. That was one action. You Second action more. to stand up and be like, all right. <laughs> that turns out that was gnarly, mostly in comparison. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> dogs like. Dude, <laughs> uh, he'll reach over and uh, he'll help hold the rope. Okay, so now we have the rope anchored by Donk and Bridger. Gotta help the poppers, man. <laughs> that so was pretty awesome, Bonnie. Thanks. Try You're climb up. up this mess. So twenty-two. That, my friend, is a critical success. So you are able to scamper all the way up to the top. Dirty, dusty, grit in your eye. But you made it. I wouldn't have it any other way. And you have two actions left if you would like to do something else while you're there. Um, so they got a rope action going. Is that right? Yep. Okay. And I'll help with that All any right. way I can. So so we have three people on the rope. We have Bommy, um, Bridger, and Donk holding the rope going across to Nat. And still at the bottom of the uh, the ravine is uh, Uko. But however, it's, it's Donk's turn. Um, and then it'll be Nat, and then you. So, Donk, you have the rope. You have two helpers now. You just want to prepare to help him come across with e- the rope? Either that or try to find a way to tie it off. I'd All right. Well, you look behind you, and you do see some fungus that kind of gives off a little bit of luminescence. And in amongst the fungus, there are some um, um, stalagmites coming up, and you could probably tie it off to there if you'd like to do that. That might be best because I'm not very big. So, what do I need to do for rope use? I'm just going to say you can use your last two actions to walk over there and tie the rope off around there. You really don't have to make a check. I mean, you're a goblin. I figure you know how to tie stuff up. Okay. All right. So, that was Dunk. Nat, you now have a tied-off rope. You have um, Bridger and Bommy also holding onto the rope. What are you going to do on your side? How are you going to get you and Flea across? I want to spend an action to tie the rope to Flea. Excellent. And then I want to try to walk across the rope. Okay. All right. We're going to do an acrobatics check for that. This may be spoilers, so I don't know if you're going to answer, but can you fly? Not yet. Ah. (laughs) Donk is is now watching this. It has his attention. Uko, from the bottom of the chasm, you look up and and you start to see a flickering light. It looks like it's moving slowly but steadily um, across the chasm. And uh, you see um, Nat begin to make his way across a tightrope. Now that Nat is uh, making their way across, Uko will... And, and it's not your turn. I'm just telling you what you're seeing above oh. you as you're looking up, trying to figure out how you're going to get out of this chasm. Psych! Oh, I know how I'm getting out of here. Okay. So, so my first acrobatics is a 19. That's good enough to make it halfway across. Give me one more to see if you make it across. 23. Oh, yeah. He just takes a little leap, and you see a fluttering light flow across there. And now everybody but you and Flea are on the correct side of the chasm. And Uko, it is your turn. Uko is going to uh, cast Guidance on himself, because that's a thing. And then uh, he touched himself. attempt to climb up and join the party. Thank God I used Guidance. 
That's a three. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Ow. you you start is, is to put your 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 hand in a handhold, and you think it's pretty good, and you just put your foot up on one that he used. Apparently, he weakened that one, and Badass. you kind of fell down, and and you didn't go anywhere, but you didn't get hurt. So you still have two actions. Oh, those well, actually, one action because you used guidance. Try to get up there. Six. Okay, yeah, you're just not fine. You don't know how these guys just scampered up this cliff because every time you try to grab a handhold, it, it crumbles in your hand. You may need some assistance to get up. Uh, guys, I could... Uh, do you have another rope? You guys hear a voice from the bottom of the gas. <laughs> and so I'm going to go ahead and say, well, well how are you going to get uh, Flea across now? Okay. Um, so Matt turns around, stands at the edge of the cavern, and goes, All right, Flea. Here, boy! Here, boy! And over his shoulder. Please pull on that rope. <laughs> and I'm going to use a hero point. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. And uh, for our for our listeners at home that may have not played Pathfinder 2, um, Pete used a hero point. At the beginning of uh, the session, um, usually it's every game session, um, I award each player a hero point. A hero point allows them to reroll one d20 roll of, of their choosing um, to give them a kind of a second bite of the apple of something they're trying to do and helps prevent failure. Um, they have to notify me that they're going to do that before they find out the result. Um, another and maybe even more important thing about hero points is you can go all in with your hero points however many you have at the time and immediately save yourself from dying. Bring you back to zero, you'll be unconscious but you won't die. So make sure you keep up with those hero points and uh, and it could come in handy later. But, you know, Nat's going to burn it for his friend Flea and try to get him across there. So how did you come out there, Nat? Well, before I burned the hero point, I had a Nat 1. Now I have a 19 total. Excellent, excellent. So, um, with a running start, a good, a good <laughs> whoop. Yeah, I, I, I pictured wow. a corgi, like, like running in place, like the old cartoon with the with the dust under its feet. And then, <laughs> and they pull the corgi across the corgi flies very aerodynamically for a corgi i might add and lands on top of of his master licking gnat in the face uh the 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 light is is like is flashing on and off as as you know flea licks his master and uh you know it's like it's like and now um everybody but everybody but uko is on the other side of the cabin uko um, you're waiting for them to lower a rope to you. Yeah. Or a corgi on a rope. Having seen all this over your head. <laughs> that was like majestic, bro. <laughs> like like his ears were out. They were like flapping. Like he had wings. <laughs> uh, so, you <laughs> your dog just scrappy dude its way <laughs> over to the other side of his cliff. Uko was just at, like... <laughs> The slow motion stare, and he's like, "Oh wait, I'm still trapped." (laughs) (laughs) Shit! (laughs) All right, so that was that was the end of uh, of Nat Flea's turn. Um, Uko was last, so Bridger, you're you're up now. You still have the rope because you just pulled the the corgi, the flying corgi, to you. So Bridger's gonna be like, "Hey, you guys want to know how I met him the first time? I was like." 
corgi fishing. It's weird. Fetchlings, <laughs> Kyle, are actually like really attracted to corgis. So if we could like lower that down there before this like floods with acid or something, <laughs> that'd be wicked. <laughs> Uh, uh, but it's your dog, your call. Uh, That's absolutely not what happened. <laughs> you, hear, you hear a small voice from the bottom. That's absolutely not what happened. <laughs> and Bridget just looks around like, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I totally. <laughs> he well, just doesn't like to admit it. We we could certainly try it, see if it works. Well, what Bridger is going to do is he's going to you know move to the edge, lay down, and then like just stick his hand out so as when he gets close, he can, like, you know, grab a hand and aid him up. Okay. So so he's going to try to aid you. Um, is anybody else going to try to do anything to aid? I'll let everybody else have an action I first I do not aid. succeed. Except you. You're, I mean, you're over there by the stalagmites. You could walk back over to the edge, but... My thought was I was going to lower a rope. If there's already the aiding going on... Yeah. I, I will walk back to the edge and see what I can do to assist... So encouragement is what I'm hearing. All right. You're still wet from doggy kisses, but what would you like to do, Nat? Um, I, I'm not strong enough, but you guys can feel free to lower uh, Flea, and it'll be fine. Flea, if they're ready for you to go, you go. Bommy, do you want to take uh, you know, Nat up on the offer of the dangling uh, corgi rope, or are you going to do something else to aid uh, uh, Bridger, who is laid down, and, and he's he's waiting for uh, Uko to begin climbing again? I could always untie the dog. <laughs> Good. Or you could just punt the dog over the edge and be like, you don't need to be strong, gravity! <laughs> <laughs> I'll play anchor with the rope. Okay, all right. So, Uko, it's up to you. Um, if you can make your first check successfully, I'm going to have uh, Bridger roll to aid you to see if he can help you get all the way to the top on the second check. 17 that time. Awesome. Well, you make it five feet up, and now you're within reach. So, Bridger, give me a d20 roll. Yeah, I rolled it earlier, and I got I, I got a not a success. Okay. Well, you're just a bit short of Bridger's finger, so you have to make another roll on your own with no aid. Four. Got a hero point. You want to use a hero point? Uh, you can use your hero point. You don't have sure. to. Just saying. Let's okay. see if I can roll another four. If you die, I get to make up your backstory, bro. <laughs> 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 Even better, three. A <laughs> uh, three. Well, that wow. that is a failure, but it's not a critical failure, so you don't fall, but you don't make any progress. So you have one last action to try to make it to the top. Perfect. At least there's no penalty on skill checks. Twelve. And that is just enough as you you kind of move upward. You, you grab and climb over Bridger's arm, up his back, and onto the chasm. Uko's <laughs> just going to like start dusting off his very, very nice clothes and just be like, yeah, thanks. You guys are great. Bridger helps. He's like really obnoxious about where he's patting you, too. He's like, yeah, let me help. <laughs> Donk unscrews the, uh, the lid to his pickle jar, and he takes out two chicken's feet. And offers one to the corgi. Uh, the corgi has no reason not to, so it'll accept it. While uh, Nat will work on untying the corgi and then retrieving the grappling arrow and rope. Excellent, excellent. So you guys all got a little experience points for uh, for making it across. What, what are you going to do with the other one, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I offer it to him. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, dude. It's not, fri- it's not fried, but I've never had them pickled. Did <laughs> you, uh, you want some? I wouldn't. <laughs> Bridger, I wouldn't eat that. 
<laughs> Why not? Chicken feet's awesome, man. <laughs> he looks at the cow in the back of the He's just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. It's kind of soggy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. You guys, you want to try it? Anybody? And, and just for just for flavor to 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 make every the uh, the pickle that the goblins use is rather spicy, it tends to be a little on the warm side. So it's spicy pickled chicken feet. Well, I can taste that, man. No, man. Thanks anyway. Uh, I ain't been in that brine long enough for my taste. Uh, I mean, it turned green, bro. <laughs> that yeah, means I like it's it when done. It turns brown. Oh, uh, we got to fry him for that. And I don't have like the I don't have the stuff for that. Don't get me wrong, like, I make a good fried chicken foot. You get some butter, some garlic. It takes a while, but, like, they get really good. <laughs> it tastes like popcorn. <laughs> well, as you guys are, you know, watching Bridger consume a rather tasty chicken foot, um, you, you begin to look around the area, and there's not a whole lot. You see the, uh, the fungus, uh, which gives off a faint glow. Um, you do notice that there's another tunnel uh, leading farther into the caverns, and uh, it appears to be quite dark in there as you're leaving the light from the basement. You can kind of see it shining across the chasm. Um, of course, we do have the glow from our, our friend Nat. Um, but uh, you do notice as you're looking around, you see, you see a trail leading off farther into that hole. Um, and, uh, Bommy, you were the one that checked, that checked out the tracks right across... Uh, give, right. me a, give me another survival check. You might be able to, to pick up that trail over here. That's a 19 on the freaking die, dude. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Pete's Chicken Ranch. <laughs> and if you look at Donk's jar, it says Pete's Chicken Ranch on the jar. <laughs> <laughs> Ad placement in the game now. That's right. Product placement. If you would like to uh, subscribe or help out Shield Bash, we could place your product in an episode in the future. Contact us. Bridger pulls out a Dr. Pepper, cracks the top. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a 25 altogether. 25 altogether. Yes, you find um, a set of tracks, several, coming and going from the cliff's edge where they're now obliterated by your fellow members of the party, uh, but they do lead back and forth in there. It looks like they were coming and going. Several of these larger clawed tracks, not rat tracks. Well done. So what would you guys like to do? Uh, have you guys heard about the town of Sandpoint? Yeah, man, I heard of it. I ain't never been there. I read about some uh, some lords uh, and the, some runes went on over that uh, way. Oh, yeah, man. There's this cool story. Like, uh, there was like some folk heroes there that like, met during a festival and went down underneath the basement of one of the businesses, found some ruins. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> yeah, that's great. But now, yeah. looky here. See these tracks right here? No. Right here. Right, right here. See them tracks right here? So, uh... The right ear? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Nat will ride her corgi over to where you're pointing and stand right on top of it. Did you hear yep. what he said, man? <laughs> he wants you to look at the tracks right there. Oh, there were tracks? <laughs> I thought he said there were tacks in my ear. I'm like, no, there's not. <laughs> uh, probably from the rats. <laughs> Rat no, tracks. man, these are bigger than rats. Oh, like, Much bigger. Like, how do you know, man? Like, we, those rats are like the biggest rats I ever saw. Maybe there's just hey, like hey, a donk, bigger rat. Donk, donk. Let me see your jar for a minute, man. <laughs> I, I show him my jar, but I do not relinquish possession of it. Does he think the jar <laughs> made the tracks? Do you, Some sort you of reach jar inside golem? and find a rat foot? Hey, donk, can, can I get one of them rat claws? 
<laughs> just, just one, Meyer. Can Uko study he reluctantly the track that opens there. the jar? Well, he's yes. doing that. What, what would you like to use to study those tracks? You may be able to make out um, what kind of animal or creature it is. You may be able to. Uh, I have survival, which I think is probably the... Um, I would say he found the tracks with survival. You're going to try to identify what type of tracks they are. So I would say you would have to do, um, I would say a nature check. Yes, would probably work. I'll give myself guidance too. I've got time. You just like touching yourself. Has it been an hour though since your last time having guidance? It's a character (laughs) theme throughout all of my characters. Leave me alone. Oh, great. He's going to miss in combat too. I don't. Yes. I don't know if this is relevant, but one <laughs> of the things have. that my character gets is lore for one city. I picked Otari for my lore. Okay. Um, if you want to wait for him, you can make a lore check to see if you can tell anything about these caverns or if you heard anything about them, because you have been in the area for some time. So let's go ahead and let's uh, let's see what uh, Yuko got there. An eighteen. An eighteen. Unfortunately, because of the back and forth action, the tracks going every which way in and out, you cannot ascertain what type of creature made these tracks. But you do agree with Bami that they are not rat tracks. They are they are larger than the large rats that you just fought. Uh, he's right. That's that's not a rat track. And in fact, as you look down, you notice that Bridger's foot is right next to one of those tracks. It's kind of one track on another, one going one way, one going the other. But you notice that it looks like that foot might have scales on it, too. But they're not as big as Bridger's feet. Something with scales, maybe? There you go. You're like not a chicken more than foot. <laughs> oh, maybe it's a giant chicken and I can fry up the feet for you guys. We can eat the rest of the chicken, too. Don't worry. All right, Doc, did you want to make a, uh, a, a an Otari lore check? Uh, for information about this cavern and I just, uh, stuff? Yeah, and for the record, I was going through my character sheet, and I saw that, and I thought, man, the GM might want to know that. That's perfect. I got a 16. That's your final answer? That's my final answer. Well, you, you don't really know anything about these caverns. You're not really sure if they're natural. You have heard um, rumors that at one time there was a um, a city here before, it started out maybe just as a village, and then somebody came in, and they built on top of that one, and then, you know, something happened, and, and you're trying to remember. You, you think there may be ruins, but you don't remember enough of the stories you heard around the campfire to know, like, what's ahead. But but you do think there's something down here maybe worth finding. Okay, and with that being said, uh, I... I, I expressed that to, to the rest of the party that, you know, there may have been ruins here at one time. And then I stand directly in front of Balmy Taker with my hand out, uh, waiting to receive my rat's foot back. I think he wants his <laughs> rat's foot back. I pretend not to take notice of him. It's, it's not even done yet. It's not pickled. It's st- still on my tirade. <laughs> now, see, looky here. <laughs> this is that rat foot. foot rat, rat, no, it wasn't rat foot. It was giant rats. Rat, R O U S. Is that what we was calling them? I yes, don't know. rodents of unusual size. Uh, I was calling them like five and one. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, don't forget squished. <laughs> <laughs> rat. So now compare that to this right here, and you can see them rat feet is a lot smaller than this here track right here. 
Yeah, no, it's actually the fact that their shape different has been pointed out by uh, Uko that actually makes a difference. Because size is not really that relevant, because again, I've never seen a rat foot that size before, so it could have just been like a bigger version of the big rats, like colossal rat. Or, uh, you know, or just the motion of the ocean. What? <laughs> oh, it's a size is not important thing. Ah, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, you don't need to keep trying to compensate, man. Like, nobody here is, like, trying to question your value as a human being based on your sexual organs. Don't worry, bro. Uh, But, so, I understand what you're saying. So, now let's, uh, I feel we can move on and discover what's down here by just a simple expenditure of using our eyesights on this expedition. Bro, so <laughs> Doc is so confused right now. He's just like he's looking at him with amazement. He's like, you know what, Brady? That was well said. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that was a whole lot of words, but it was well said. But so we're clear, it isn't giant chickens. Oh damn! And I go back to uh, waiting for my rat foot. They were like medium-sized <laughs> chickens. I, I would buy giant rats, and I, I was willing to accept that. But giant chickens? N- no. Frankly, I don't think they exist. Exactly. <laughs> Let's be realistic. So, who would like to move farther into the uh, into the cave? <laughs> That's true. That would be weird. Giant chickens, says the talking lizard man to the shadow person. But just put a <laughs> giant chicken figure on so, the map, uh, off the map, though. But. Let's go ahead and head on in. Um, let's all try to, you know, not get eaten by the giant chickens. <laughs> Especially you. You're like, uh, yeah. Jump, jump. <laughs> Donk <laughs> is still looking at Balmy Taker, waiting to get his rat foot back. What you <laughs> need, man? <laughs> to need the foot back. It's not even pickled. Oh, yeah, sorry. Thanks. I forgot I barred it. I put it back in the jar, put the lid back on, (laughs) put it away. So who is advancing first into the corridor here and to the stairs that leads farther down into the chickens? (laughs) Well, where the chickens would be if they It is a chicken. The DM said it. (laughs) (laughs) That's just the figures he had on the board. Don't get get alarmed. Don't get alarmed. Nothing to see here. I feel like a giant chicken would be like... Basically, what I'm asking for, guys, is a marching order. Who's going first? Who's on second? And I don't know who's next. Uh, Let's go with uh, me and Donk and the two rogues. And then who else was stealthy? I'll stealth. Uko will be behind them, kind of in the middle of the party. Uh, Before Donk takes his position, he uh, relieves himself in a corner. That sounds like a good idea. He had to pee. The sprite would prefer to be at the back. Yeah, it's fine. Bridger will hang out next to Uko. Go ahead and put us like uh, another set of squares back, though, because Bridger is not quiet. And, you know, I'm a glowing ball of light so, behind him. So I'm taking that uh, that Donk and Bommy are going to try to sneak forward, uh, uh, avoiding notice for their exploration activity? Yeah, yeah. I was going to do the whole stealthy thing. All right, and so you've got a seven and you've got a four, correct, Bommy? For the, yeah, for the bonus. They pretty much get past his little glowing light and they disappear you can't even hear them you two uh donk and bommy as you as you make your way silently down the natural stairs um you come to an even larger cabin the tunnel continues deeper underground eventually opening into a large chamber you see patches of glowing fungus clinging to the ceiling providing dim light 
and you can also barely make out that there are vast strands of webbing stretched across the floor, the walls, and even the ceiling stretching between the stalactites and the stalagmites like shimmering curtains. Definitely want to keep our pixie friend out of that. You know, I, I would say that we should all stay out of that. Mm-hmm. The webbing, does it look like, you know, like normal size spider or is this like ob- obnoxiously large webbing? I didn't hear spider. I heard webbing. Webbing. Yes. Some of these strands are <laughs> probably bigger than the rope that you use to get across the cavern. Oh, shit. And they seem to be strung across there. You think you might be able to pick your way through the strands of webbing um, or you could even cut them. Um, from where you're at, you can't really see much past the, the hanging curtains of webs. What are you going to do? We'll have to find out next time on Shield Bash. <laughs> Thank you, folks. is made in association with Knights of the Octagon and the Farmageddon Gaming Convention. Find us online at shieldbash.net, on Facebook at Shieldbash, on Twitter at Bash Shield, and on YouTube at Shieldbash. Bumper music provided by Lee Rosevere. Other artists can be found in the episode description. Troubles in Otari, Abomination Vaults, Serpent Skull, and Pathfinder are the property of Paizo Publishing Incorporated. Leave a comment on iTunes for a chance to hear us read it out on the podcast. Questions and comments can be sent to shieldbashpodcast at gmail.com.